have a banana. I don't know why I want you to have a banana. Just just have one. Will you make me happy? Have a damn banana. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to, you know what? Have a podcast. Have the Harland Highway podcast. That's what you're having right now. Uh, welcome. I'm Harland Williams, your host. And this is the Harland Highway podcast. What did you think it was, man? Uh, great show today. Uh, today, the whole show, we have a special guest, a very funny comedian. Great guy. This is a this is a uh, gentleman that uh, travels with me a lot. He, he works with me on the road. He opens up for me on, uh, on some of my stand-up comedy tours. And uh, we have one coming up. Uh, this weekend in San Diego, California at the American Comedy Co., November 17th through the 20th, and his name is Eddie Delaseppi, and he is here. We're just going to spend the whole show talking and, and telling stories and jokes, and then, of course, at the end of the show, we'll play my famous podcast game, Too Soon or Not Too Soon, which is always a treat. Let's see if Eddie can pull it out and win, a, win the game. I don't know. But we're going to have fun. Hope you enjoy it. Eddie Delaseppi on the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What are you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Hey, everybody, this is Harlan Williams. You are rolling down the Harlan Highway here today, and a special show today. Special. Um, we have a, uh, a wonderful guest, a buddy of mine. Uh, he does a lot of stand-up comedy with me. He does tons of stand-up comedy on his own. He's been a, a VJ, an actor. I, were you ever a priest? No. Okay, well, he was never a priest. Welcome, uh, all-round funny man, talented gentleman, uh, Eddie Delaseppi is here. What's up, Broseph? Harley, how are you? Did I say your last name right? Yes, you did. Delaseppi, or is it just Delasep? Delaseppi. And it's Greek, Italian, and Mongolian? Or what is no, it? Not, well, two are wrong. Two uh, are wrong, okay. My mom's Peruvian, my dad's Italian. Oh, wow. My father was... Um, Born in uh, Brazil. Was he really? Yeah, my mother, uh, believe it or not, Zaire. I had to get my passport changed. Uh, That's not true. Yeah, I'm country of origin on my passport, Brazier. Brazier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Classic Carlin curveball. I got the first High dagger. and tight. <laughs> High and tight. That's what she said. High and you, tight. Man, you had me really going there. I know. You were a good actor. I had a friend like that in high school. He'd do stuff like this. He'd be like, oh, I mean... Hey, how was your weekend? Like, oh, 
My dog died. Really? No. See, I'm a great actor. Like, wow. No, you're, you're just a liar. Yeah, you're a good, good liar. That's kind of what we do with, with comedy, though, in a way, right? We yeah. tell funny lies. We do tell funny lies. Although, yep. I tell a lot of stuff that happens in my life, but you, yeah. know, you fabricate it a bit. You fabricate. You ever have one of these shows where you do one of your bits? You do, you do like a hilarious bit. Yeah. And all of a sudden, someone in the back or in the middle goes... Oh, that's awful. Or, oh, as if that, like, they take it literally. Really? Have you, You've never had that where you, you, you tell the most outlandish story or make the dumbest joke and someone, like, rolls their eyes and makes a comment yeah. like they think it's real? Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I had a guy one time, I did a show, and he stood up and pointed at me like, that never happened. Yeah. I was, I was like, did everyone else see this guy? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird, weird, right? Yeah, yeah. It's nutty. I had a, I did a show once and I did I, I can't remember. I, I can't believe people do that to you because you, you Yeah, my you, stuff's all out there, right? Off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I did a, a joke once and some some drunk lady I guess had interpretation issues and I can't even remember what the bit was. I think it was about ice cream and a photocopier. And she was like <laughs> Oh, come on, man. I abortion isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I was like, wait, what? How did you tie that together? And, and Is that something you're trying to tell the audience? Yeah, it was really weird. And she she got really angry and she was like she was like she was borderline about to crawl on stage and like go at me. It was uh, like I go, lady, uh, ice cream and a photocopier. Where are you finding the abortion yeah. uh, memo? I'm gonna Not abort bag. out of this bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna abort the hell out of this bit. Um have you ever had anyone like get angry or violent at you while you're on stage or like get upset? No, I had one time I did a uh, a show. It's like a corporate gig. Yeah. And for all you guys listening, you know, you, sometimes you get paid money to do shows in places you don't want to do, but it, the money's good. Yeah. And uh, I'm, you know me, I'm not a dirty comic. I'm not really dirty at all. Well. Well, there is that bit I do when I whip out my. Anyway, Hello, Uncle Jerry. <laughs> I like how you just left it. Whip out my dot dot dot. Like, Feeling? I wonder if that lady's listening. Go whipped what, out his photocopier. Abort jokes. Oh, abort. <laughs> okay, so what happened? And then I, after the gig, uh, after I came off stage, feeling okay. Yeah. Sometimes you do a corporate gig, you feel like I got away with it. And they laughed enough for them not to complain. I'm going to get paid. It's fine. <laughs> Some guy came up to me and was like, uh, where do you get off? I go, what do you mean? And like, uh, he said, uh, what you're saying is wrong. And I go, says who? And then he pointed at his crucifix on his, on his, uh, on his necklace. Yeah. And I go, oh, okay. And he shook his head and walked away from me. I was like shamed by an old man for, for being blasphemous. Oh, did you make it like kind of a blasphemous joke? I, I mean, I have a pro-devil joke. But still, I mean. <laughs> like he's at a comedy show, though. No, no I wasn't pro-devil. I'm not even that dirty at all. No, you're never dirty, no. man. You're, that, that's what's refreshing he, about you. He's you're, like an old man. He, like he had like a Scottish accent. Ah, you're going to hell for that joke, lad. Shame on you. Shame on you. Hope Nessie rises out of the frothy depths of the great Loch Ness and swallows you whole, okay. you wee little motherfucker. You're what? His voice, I... his voice is a little oh. higher. Let's do it again with a little higher. You're going straight to hell, you wee little fuck. There you, you. go. Okay. Ah, my merry mother and sweet baby Jesus and kick he... in the Brazilian but ball sack. He what? sounded like he was underwater a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there, there you had go. me, Flashback. and then you lost there, me. There we go. Yeah, I, I like it when it goes the other way, though. Like I do a joke about a tracheotomy. 
I yes. do. I do this joke. I love that bit. Uh, I think I say, did you know that people with tracheotomies are are really just land dolphins? Right. <laughs> and I I remember a guy came up to me. I've had a couple of people with tracheotomies come up to me after, uh-huh. and like. They walk up and I see them reaching for the collar of their shirt and I'm like, oh, what are they no. doing? And then they pull it down like oh, like no. the way a girl would pull her top down and show yeah. her boobs. They pull their collar down and show their hole, <laughs> their, their throat hole, which could be erotic maybe, but I hope not. And and fortunately, they've always laughed their asses off. They, those people have the best sense of humor. Yeah. They're like... Everyone looks at me and feels sorry for me. Yeah. This guy doesn't care and is having a great time. He's like roasting me, ripping on That's great. People with these kind of uh, ailments or kind yeah. of like misfortunes, I feel like they want to laugh at it because they've all only felt sorrow their whole lives from other right. people. Right, and I feel that if you don't, if you don't like kind of run with what people have, then you're kind of excluding them from the right. show. And in our whole lives, we, you know, I've always heard people with disabilities or people that are different just want to be treated like everyone else. Right. And so that's my principle when I'm on stage. And just like two two weeks ago, I was in Minnesota okay. at, at a club there, and uh, and there was a somehow I was talking about Florida, how Florida is. Uh-huh. Uh, is such a cute state. It, it dangles down like America's nutsack. Right. It, it teabags Cuba all day long. <laughs> and somehow nutsacks came up and, and uh, some guy uh, pointed to his friend and goes, this guy's only got one nut. Nice. And so his friend outed him. So I start, I said, okay, what's going on, bro? You only got one nut? And he's like, yeah. I said, you had testicular cancer? He goes, yeah. So I talked to him for five minutes uh-huh. live on stage about his his uh him having one nut and, and we had a riot and he loved it and and i even said that to the crowd i said folks don't get up tight here i said you know it's just the way it is he's got one nut and i, I you know i don't isolate people if somebody's got something i'm gonna talk about it and right. he, he loved it the crowd loved it that's and, great yeah so he'll always remember like you know yeah i have one nut remember when harlan ripped on me for having one <laughs> yeah nut? For, for five <laughs> minutes in front of 400 people I've, I've had moments like that too, where like someone's has crutches in the audience, yeah, and they're walking by. I'm like, hurry up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like some people are like, come on, like seriously, give me yeah, a break. It's fun, man. It's 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 like you know, people with ailments, they don't have them through any fault of their own. People right. with cancer or disabilities or physical problems. You know, and and you know what people don't remember is maybe they want to have fun with it. Maybe right. you know, as long as you're not cruel and mean, like yeah. you're 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 kind of putting them down, but you're just kind of taking what they have and running with it and having fun with them. I th- I think in my experience, most cases they just love it because instead of feeling singled out, I think it makes them feel a little normal because we're not hiding from them. You ever approach someone in the audience about you know when you're like you know you're just kind of riffing with the audience and you almost cross that line? Like one time I was making fun of like tattoos and stuff. Yeah, and I asked one girl, which is kind of risky because some of them can be commemorative. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So I was like, oh, uh, what tattoo do you have? Uh, oh, I've got. Uh, I got this. I got to get this bird. I go, oh, cool. Why do you got the bird? Like, my mind's thinking, oh, you know, it's yeah. going to fly to your nest. You know, just, yeah. oh, you know, really yeah. highbrow sure. stuff. Sure, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So can't wait to lay an egg in it. Wants to uh, find a worm. You yeah, know. yeah. And she's like, oh, my, my dad loved birds, and he passed away. Like, okay. You know, and you, all you can, you can't do anything. You can't do anything. You know what I would recommend? What would you do? I would recommend keep going. I've done that. I've done a whole show where it, I've, I've, I've dropped to, I've had gigs where i've hit the same thing right 
And instead of stopping, I kept going, and and the whole club goes silent. You can yeah. hear a pin drop. Right, right. But it's an amazing energy. I would recommend you don't fear it. Next right. time, keep going. And as long as you don't get cruel. Right. As long as you can have fun and celebrate it. And sometimes at the end, if I feel it's going a little, I, say, I said, oh, that is so sweet that right. you did that. Can we just, your son's probably, and I always, this is how I always kind of get out of it. If it gets a little awkward, I go, I go, you know what? Your son's up there. Your daughter's up there watching us, having a laugh with us right now. And, right. And we can feel their spirit. You know, you kind of, you make them feel good about it. But but it's really a neat Oof. energy to go over that, that hurdle. I think you have to have experience, confidence. Yeah. And if, like, you have an hour on stage. You yeah. can save it. Like you know, yeah, you that's can, true. That's you, true. You you know you can stretch, but if I'm like up there for twenty minutes, I'm like, whoa, we're at minute fifteen. Yeah, I, that's true. I, I that's gotta true. get him to like me after this. But if you're in a situation ever, I've I've had some really cool gigs where I've 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 I got into it with a gang member in L.A. once. Oh my god! I got into it with a guy. There was a guy in the front row who had a teardrop tattoo on the corner of his eye. Right. And we and, all know what that means. Right. I thought I did. And I said to him, I said, you've, I said out loud in the mic, I said, you've got the teardrop on your eye. I said, doesn't that mean the you have symbolos- allergies? That you have allergies? <laughs> that you just ate an onion ring? Uh, that you, that it, it, isn't it mean in gang culture that you've murdered someone, that you've killed someone? You said this out loud on stage. I said it out loud. Yeah, yeah. And the place just went silent, and the guy didn't even miss a beat. He goes, yeah, I stabbed a guy. Oh, my God. And the place just went silent. <laughs> But I loved it, dude. It was it was electric, yeah. and the crowd was. It took them on such a weird journey, <clears throat> and then I kept going with it. I didn't. I didn't. I went really. What ha- like I I kept asking. Yeah, and I did that once at the Laugh Factory here in Hollywood. There was some some gang members from one of the big gangs. Like, there was like six of them, almost like surrounding the front of the stage. Wow! And I got into it with them, and they weren't laughing. They were like, Uh-oh. and I thought, fuck, I've dug a really deep hole with these gang and guys. Now you're part of the gang. Well, here's what I, in my head, I said, what do gangs understand? They understand territory, right. and they understand respect. Right. And in that moment, I went. I've got to show these guys that this stage is my territory and they're on my turf right, right, right. and they need to respect me. Right. And I was like, I didn't know. I just I just kind of assumed they would get that, but I went deep. And it was like, I, I was Oof. really thinking, is one of these guys going to pull a gun on me? In the club. In the club. And the crowd, this didn't last 30, this was like three, four minutes of this. And it was silent. Even the other comics were like, what wow. the hell is he doing? And then finally, one of the one of the the uh, the gang guys, and I think it was the head guy, was wearing like a purplish hoodie. Yeah. And I said, "What are you gonna do, Barney? Come up here and rush me?" Oh my! You said this? I said that to the gang guy, <laughs> and he just glared at me. And then all of a sudden, this huge smile cracked across his face. Oh. He started howling. All his hombres started laughing, and I got them. It's almost like you're in jail and you got like you got to show them you're tough. It was so and it was crazy. so fascinating but I I you know I just <laughs> I just kind of played into what is their mentality and I think he got it. He went, "You know what? This guy just stood his ground, defended his territory. Wow. I got to give him props." And he, and he let me go and the rest of the show was great, but and even after the show they were waiting outside like, "Hey dude, that was like they really Yeah. Like I had to step into their mindset. Isn't it crazy as a comic? You're up there and you're you're thinking all these things. Yeah. Meanwhile, telling jokes and trying to size up the audience. It's like 
Yeah. It's almost like this weird muscle memory where you know well, how yeah. to go in and out. It's so crazy. There's a lot of psychology on stage that people don't I will say this, though. About. Like, when you make fun of, like, like when you made fun of the guy with the, the teardrop tattoo, the guy with the, you know, yeah. bad the allergies. Murderer. <laughs> yeah, the murderer. murderer with allergies. The felon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And maybe the reason why we like that sort of feeling, like, everyone's like, oh, it's because maybe for once, you know, let's say you, you, you're killing. You're still getting 80% of the audience. Yeah. 90%, but for that moment everyone's this exactly the same. They yeah. have the exact same emotion. Like, yeah. oh my God, is Harley yeah. going to die That's here in right. Irvine? <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And I actually thought about it. Like, I was so committed to it. I was so into it. I was in a frame of mind and I went home that night and I thought about it and I thought, you know, when you really own the crowd, when yeah, you really yeah. own your craft up there, which which we do, um. I seriously was in such a zone with those guys that I thought I thought about if they had pulled out a gun, I probably would have grabbed his hand and pushed the, the barrel of the gun right onto my forehead and just said, you want to do me, bro? Oh, wow. And, and, like and, training day style. Yeah, I really would have. Like I was so, my, my adrenaline, and, and I thought, if this guy pops me on stage right here, then that's the way I go out. The way, oh I, you know, on God. stage, you know, doing what I was born to do to a degree, you know? Yeah. Like, I was so, like, I had no fear. Imagine you died on stage like that with that T-shirt. I'm like, what does the T-shirt say? <laughs> <laughs> the T-shirt would just be all blood splatter. Uh, well, that's cool, man. And speaking of uh, humans. Um, yes. You're a hairy guy, dude. No. Yeah, we got. Half hairy. I know. Let's talk about that. What? <laughs> How do, how did you get half hairy? Like, and which half is the hairy half? Well, the hairy half is the bottom half, ideally. Yeah, uh, like your legs are just like Robin Williams' arms. Yes, they're like. Uh, oh my god, he's showing God. I took off my pants. Everyone's wondering. Good lord, I have hairy legs. I don't know you why. Look like a Shetland pony it down there. It looks like I've been like rolling around a barbershop floor. Yeah, uh, I. Gosh. <laughs> is, there, pony. is there like a half moon out? It's like your your half <laughs> half of you is becoming a werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Arr- uh, maybe it's like the half Italian side and half Peruvian side. The Peruvian side is like hairless, thank God. So, <laughs> so you have no hair on your chest. I like a little bit around my nipples. It looks oh like, like a cat's asshole. Oh yeah, I always <laughs> I always say it looks like a Lorax. Yeah, <laughs> the Lorax. Remember the Doctor Seuss with yeah, the yeah, Lorax. Yeah. Um, but so, I got a full head of hair, thank God. Oh, you, you got too, crazy man. hair, bro. You, too. you got good hair, but but how does how does having like really hairy lower half affects you like when you go out in public when you're let's say you go to the beach what, remember what? the pool party you had yeah my hairy legs i couldn't get in the water because <laughs> you didn't want it to absorb the water because it, <laughs> yeah my legs are just a bunch of sham wows yeah <laughs> sham wow but like have you ever been to the beach and been heckled yeah. or like yeah, yeah, yeah. i've had ha- people call me a centaur <laughs> I've had, I've a had, centaur, I've had, the <laughs> Greek mythological half, half horse, half man. human. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, but not, I mean, the centaurs were actually more ripped. I'm not exactly ripped. I'm more frail. So I'm like a like a baby centaur. <laughs> oh, you're like a fawn tour. I've had like Japanese oh. tourists take photos of me. Really? I've had. Oh, uh, look at the centaur. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quickly, everybody, uh, get picture of a centaur. Uh, we had, go back to Japan. We show everyone American Greek centaur. I've had. <laughs> 
I've had uh, uh, unknowingly seaweed caught in my legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have really. Tin, uh, yeah, I've had like you know bottles, bottles, cans, syringes, um, sea urchins. W- one time, uh, I was on a beach up in uh, up in uh, Labrador, and uh, some men clubbed my legs, thinking they were a seal. Oh, <laughs> little baby seal legs! Like, oh, I got two of them. And oh. they're like, hey man, those are my legs. Like, yeah, because <laughs> baby seals traditionally have black fur. Well, aren't it, they always like white and fluffy? The good, yeah, the, the healthy ones. Maybe they thought like, they were like, like, like rare, oil. like Zika pub. Oh, there's like an oil, like an oil spill. An oil slick. <laughs> you, yeah, you look like you're on the beach, and someone's like, "Is there an oil slick down the beach? Your legs are black, dude." No, I'm half a werewolf. There's a half moon out tonight. Are, are you hairless? Excuse you. <laughs> good God, man. That got where, real where awkward. He, wow. Where, where does Whoa. he get off? Wow. That oh. got real creeps. Your beard is your beard is creeping up on some ZZ Top styles, man. It's I know nice. my beard's kind of weird. I, I tell people now it's like, like it. Satan and a Civil War reenactor had <laughs> sex, and I'm the baby. I got like this. I'm thinking of getting rid of it though, because yeah. it's gray. It's like it's like it makes me feel old. You know, you can't dye it because it looks too much. I don't want to dye it. It looks too. It looks too weird. You know, stubs, man. I got a little stubble going. Yeah, you. How old are you now? Thirty-five. Yeah, you're getting at that age where the grays start peeking in a little bit. But the women like it. Women like salt and pepper. Why is that? They can like it as much as they want, but the underlying current is we're getting freaking old. I don't care how much you like my gray. I'm. I've got less time on planet Earth now than I did yesterday. Thank you. Is that what you say to them? Yeah. Well, I'm making love to them. Yeah. I look them right in the eyes on about the 18th thrust. I've got less time on planet Earth. And then I achieve right after that. I love that you count the thrusts. Yeah, I do. Do you like have a big marker board? Just like No, I just I like to have Rain Man sex, you know, so I, I count. Oh, Remember nice. how Rain Man counted the, the toothpicks? toothpicks. Yeah, I count yeah. the thrusts. Nice. And I actually verbalize like, yeah, eighteen. Yeah, nineteen. <laughs> so if you ever watch yeah, a porno, 20. you know how many thrusts. Twenty oh, yeah. thrusts. Yeah, yeah. 20, I can tell 28 you. Twenty eight thrusts. Yeah. Twenty eight. Yeah. Forty two thrusts <laughs> behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a numbers guy. Um, speaking of uh, fucking porno, dude, what's the, what's the deal with robots? That didn't even make sense. <laughs> you like that abortion lady? Yeah, that that wasn't even like a segue. But you know, I wanted to ask you. Like, I've been seeing all this stuff. You know, as we get more into this tech stuff, the driverless cars and which are going to come out soon, right? They're, Tesla they're already kind of out. Yeah, they're 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 kind of testing them. I was the first just guy a- died from one. Do you hear about that? Yeah, he was but- an intersection and didn't and the car didn't recognize it was going to uh, a, a, a a car was coming. He got t boned. Yeah, it was a weird it was a weird thing too though, but apparently he didn't have his hand on the wheel. Right, right, right. I don't know, but but you got to figure like, you know, let's could let's look at it this way. Like thousands of people will die today as we're talking in right car now. accidents. Yeah, yeah. But imagine if every car was driverless, would a thousand people die today? I bet they wouldn't. I bet, I bet, they wouldn't. I bet there'd be like a, per- a very small percentage. So there's always going to be an accident somehow, somewhere. Right. But you have to figure, what if there's way less accidents? And yes, it could be because of the technology. But if it if if three deaths take away four thousand deaths, right. Is is it worth it? You of know course. what I mean. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I think it's worth it. It's the the new the these driverless cars will be will have eyes all around it. It'll be like uh, sensors. It'll t- detect if some if uh, someone's walking like like 
a hundred like a hundred feet away. It'll yeah. know everything. So there'll be more, there'll be less fatality, but there's going to be those odd ones and people are going to be like, oh, see? But well, like, really? I mean, there's probably more people who are going to die if he was behind the wheel regularly. You know? Right. And plus, if everyone in 20 years is driving a driverless car, mm-hmm. then it's it'll be like that that movie Minority Report where right. where they're all communicating with each other because I think, you know, even though that guy got T-boned, I heard that the car couldn't anticipate the driver of that truck right. that hit him. But if if that driver had been in an automated car, it never would they never would have collided. Right. So if everyone's in a driverless car in 20 years, the odds of an accident are probably almost zero. Yeah, they'll detect each other and they'll right. know not to not, yeah. yeah. So the, the only uh, problem with with these driverless cars is that you can't dictate if you're in a hurry. If like, "Oh, I need to get somewhere fast." Oh, that's true, yeah. So that's that I think that's yeah. where people are going to be a little bit like but hey, if I got to get there in ten minutes, and I want to take a—I mean, you, I could tell to take shortcuts, but but think of this though: with driverless cars, there will probably be no accidents, right? And driverless cars will know traffic conditions ahead of time. Okay, they'll know about road closures. They'll know so so the flow of traffic, you know. And plus, with driverless cars, you probably won't have idiots making bad decisions. You know, right. some people will will you know slow down to look at an accident or someone you know. They're waiting at a stoplight and they can go, but they don't realize it right. and everyone's honking at them. So so if driverless cars are are continually moving in harmony together, maybe that you know puts an end to traffic jams and, and all that congestion. If it's a driverless car, do you sit in the back only? Do you act like you're I being would. chauffeured? I would. Yeah. I would sleep. I would sleep and you know, I'd probably want to go to like go to like seven eleven and wake up in Ohio. You know, yeah, 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 I'd fall asleep for two days, and oh, are we here yet? And I wake up and I'm in a cornfield with a scarecrow. You, you ever know? done virtual reality? Counting thrust. Those, those virtual reality. Helmets? Oh yeah, I've never done one. Oh my god, dude! I just is it funny. really that good? Oh, I, I, I just did it last week at the, the, the mall in Minnesota where I was talking to the one nut guy. One nut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. you go to Microsoft, if you go to the Microsoft stores, you can try them. I, it's funny. I'm I'm gonna do a bit on this on one of my future podcasts. But since we're talking about, it, I'll do it now. Um, I tried the Oculus one, uh-huh. which is owned by Facebook, and I immediately, like within four seconds, felt seasick. And wow. I have a I have a weak stomach. I I have to take seasick pills. But I I could only wear it for about a minute and a half, and I I literally was noxious instantly. Huh. It, it was amazing how quickly I would last longer on a on a boat in waves than I did on the Oculus goggles. Wow, that realistic, huh? Well, it it's not that it was it wasn't a realistic game, but you're immersed in it, so you're moving and your equilibrium cannot, can, so you know, cool. wrap its head around it. So that was rough. But then Microsoft has their own version of a digital reality goggles, and I forget the name of it. But the Oculus one, you sit down at a computer, and the Microsoft version, and I wish I could remember the name, you stand. And and it's amazing. The, the, the Microsoft one, you stand in it, and you look all around. You, you can, That's no so matter cool. where you look. And I was literally in a scene where I was underwater. I was underwater with an old like shipwreck and manta rays and schools of fish are going by. What? And I looked, I looked at the ship, and I heard a noise behind me. And I turned around, and a full-sized blue whale swam right up to me. Ugh. Its eye, this big, like this far from my face, opened and looking at me. And then it swam by, and I'm just like, 
it blows your mind. It, it blew my mind so much. I'm thinking of going out and buying it. The whole gig is like four grand. When we go on tour in uh, San Jose, a different place, let's go to the Microsoft Let's do store. it. I you got to try I, it. I have to try this. It'll blow your mind. And the games, like you're standing in the environment. <laughs> Stuff's floating at you. You're... You're doing archery. You're pulling arrows. It's the future, it, man. We're all going to be on those things. Oh, it's it's scary. Like I want to buy it just to escape. It wow, was, it was really it was really cool. Um, and you could put different programs in there. Different just, programs, and it's just going to keep getting better. I mean, soon you'll probably be able to watch movies in it. I've yeah. I've heard that the porno industry is is you know looking into this yeah, thing. That's I mean, surprising. <laughs> yeah, really. They probably they half invented it, but <laughs> but you know, it would be interesting to see, you know, just interacting with other people whether it's porno, whether you inject yourself into a Shakespearean play, whether just you're bobsledding. Yeah, I mean, it's Imagine being on Normandy and you're like, "What?" Oh, it, you it's know so what I mean? Crazy. Wait till you try it, bro. It it will blow your mind. Yeah, it is I wanna, really I cool. See that whale eye, man. That whale was it was so enchanting it and you're really there like you're magically inserted like you're standing underwater in your street clothes and breathing air and you're literally like schools of fish are swimming past your face and it's gonna get scary harlan it's gonna be that you're gonna buy this thing and yeah. then no one's gonna hear from you, and I'm gonna come here like Harlan. Pretty much. You mean your underwear, beard's gonna be down your knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just Howard bottles. Hughes. Of, yeah, just bottles of pee everywhere. Like, Eddie, you want to see a whale? Yeah, okay. Really. <laughs> oh man, I love it, dude. Um, uh, well, hey, we're coming towards the end of the podcast. Before we before we wrap it up, we're, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play as I do with all my guests. We're gonna play too soon or not too soon with Eddie. I love it. But uh, before we go, uh, I want to give you a chance to uh, plug your uh, anything you want to plug your Facebook. Your Eddie has an incredible podcast. Yeah, uh, just tell people where they can reach out to you and see you and all that stuff. You can uh, check out my podcast, Barely Friending, uh, on iTunes. Just type in Barely Friending. I got I have a comedy album called uh, I Think I've Changed. You find that on iTunes as well. And hit me up on uh, on Twitter, Eddie Delaseppi, and hit me up on Snapchat. You on Snapchat? I am, but I've only used it twice. We'll go on tour. We'll snap around. I'll show you some cool stuff. You can show me. I have no clue how Uh, to use it. Eddie Dellas. That's E-D-D-I-E-D-E-L-L-A-S. Hit me up on those things and on social media. And uh, yeah, check me out live. I'll always update my shows. Uh, I'll be going on tour with you soon. Yeah, we're going to be, uh, Eddie and I will be in in, uh, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. American We've already Com- done San Jose. San Jose, we've already done. Uh, uh, American Comedy Company, San Diego, yep. Irvine Improv, uh, at the end, uh, just Thanksgiving weekend. And yeah. Oxnard will be doing uh, Levity oh, Live yeah. December 10, 11, 12, I believe. Yeah, uh, man. We're, we're doing a lot of fun, fun gigs. So, yeah, we're, come, come on out and see us. And, uh, and please, please uh, follow Eddie on his uh, podcast. It's really fun. He does it with an ex-girlfriend, and they hate each other, and so there's a lot of cool tension and yeah. a lot of girl-guy-like interaction, and who knows, maybe you'll even count your count your strokes with her. Mm. No. <laughs> that was then. This is now, right? All right, let's play. Before we uh, end the show here with Eddie, let's, let's play uh, Too Soon or Not Too Soon. Let's Everyone do. who's here... Uh, comes on the show, plays the game, Eddie. Okay. You get four questions, and you have two two choices. It's too soon or not too soon. Okay. Um, and preferably, you know, a lot of people uh, when they when they say too soon, they always say too soon. Right. 
So if you can put that inflection on it or not too soon, you okay. know, that's kind of what we urge our players to do. Okay. Just because it makes the producers happy. So the more the more you can dramatize it, the more our our fans love it. They go ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> so four questions. Let's see how you do. All right. I'm ready. Uh, don't look at them. Okay. Uh, our first question for too soon or not too soon for Eddie Delaseppi. Hillary Clinton's cankles are shaved like a gyros and used to feed starving kids in Africa. Too soon or not too soon? Too soon. Correct. That is correct. <laughs> oh, wow, Eddie got the first one right oh. out of the gate. You've seen those gyros things, right? Of they course. hang in the, the 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 what are they called? They call the like those spiced. You go into the euro and they cut like a the big spit. Yeah, with like, and they with cut the meat. the meat on. So Hillary Cankles like Clinton uh, Cankles, <laughs> Hillary. Wow, that's a tongue. It's like seashells, seashells, seashells by the seashore. seashore. Uh, Hillary <laughs> Kink. Hillary Clinton's cankles <laughs> up on one of those spits, yeah. and yeah. they shave the meat off into a pita and send it over to Africa for starving kids. And your answer was absolutely correct. Too soon. Yeah. Okay. Question two. You're doing good out of the gate. Question two. Catfish farms are drained and children with crooked feet are thrown in and crooked-footed children farms are invented. Too soon or not too soon? Not, not too soon. That is incorrect, Eddie. What? Yeah, it's too soon. But I... Okay. Yeah. I mean... One I, for one. Maybe I'm just not up to date with these things. Yeah. One for one. Let's move on. Question, let's not wallow. Question three. <laughs> Garfield the cat's huge eyes are surgically implanted into Sissy Spacek's face so she can read her scripts better. Too soon or not too soon? Too soon. Correct. Oh. Eddie Delaseppi <laughs> brings it back Woo! after dropping the ball. This one's a big one. Next one's a big one. This is a big one. Last one. Here we go. People's noses are put into mason jars and sold at Cracker Barrel as country-style sugar plum nose treats. Too soon or not too soon? Not too soon. Oh, no, oh, Eddie. On. No. <laughs> too soon. Oh. oh. Man, who knew the answer was uh, mostly not uh, too soon? Well, the, <laughs> the, for this game, and because you've never heard it or played it, every answer is too oh. soon. And the reason it is because we like hearing people say, too soon. Mm. I kind of tried to tip you off at the beginning, but you tied. Right. So you're not I, a loser. I'm not a loser. I'm not a winner. Let's give him a hand. He tied, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> I love that these are written out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so you can't make this stuff up, guy. I love that if someone showed up right now and we're like, well, clearly someone stole his computer and wrote this <laughs> crazy, crazy diatribe. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, gang, uh, please don't forget, check out Eddie's podcast. What is it one more time? Barely Friending. Barely Friending is uh, Twitter feed, is Snapchat, everything. Check them out and check us out. We're going to be on tour uh, in the upcoming weeks here together. Eddie, thanks for being here, buddy. Great to see you. Harley, thanks for having me, my man. Uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, playa. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> the guy drakes me right at the end. All right. So there it is, Eddie Delaseppi. Uh, be sure to look him up on uh, all his social media. Get to know him. Get to follow him and enjoy his, his great uh, comedy. Um, and while I'm at it, let me uh, plug some other dates here. Uh, next weekend, 
uh, Thanksgiving weekend, if you're if you're done having your turkey and uh, you want to get together with your friends and family and have a big laugh, well, guess what, man? Uh, I'll be in Irvine at the Improv in Orange County, California, uh, at the Spectrum, a great club, 600-seater, beautiful theater. Uh, come on down. It'll be uh, Friday, uh, November 25th, 26th, and 27th. Just a great way to, to, to cap off your Thanksgiving weekend. And then uh, in December, we're going into December, the first month, uh, first week of December, uh, the first through the uh, 3rd, yours truly will be in Cleveland, Ohio at the uh, wonderful Hilarities Comedy Club, the Pickwick and Frolic Hilarities Comedy Club. Going to be a great time. And then lastly, my last gig of 2016. God, this year went fast, man. Uh, check me out in Oxnard, California. That's just uh, north north up uh, up the 101, up the Pack Coast Highway. Just, uh, you know, about... 45 minutes, an hour north of Malibu at Levity Live in Oxnard. And uh, that is a brand new club. I have yet to play there, but uh, Levity Live, brand new. I'm very excited to uh, get out there and give that club a spin, man. So all these uh, club dates are available at harlandwilliams.com. Please go there and you can reserve your tickets now, way ahead of everyone else. And make sure you don't get disappointed if we sell out. Uh, also, uh, while you're there, check out our store. We have some great items for sale. You can get them ready and uh, give them for Christmas. We have hilarious T-shirts, movies, DVDs, CDs, digital downloads, all kinds of fun stuff. Also, uh, you can call me if you want to leave a voicemail, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. Or you can write me at harlemwilliams.com on the contact link. And while you're there, check out the app link and become a premium Harland Highway member for only $20 a year. And you get all kinds of bonus material from yours truly uh, on, the, on, your, uh, on your subscription to the Harland Highway, which, by the way, you can get on your phone now. We have an app, the Harland Highway app. Uh, and that is uh, in your cell phone. Just go to your app store, type in the Harland Highway, and boom, chakalaka. You can download it for free. The uh, 50 most current episodes are free. And with your premium membership, you get over 800 more. You get the whole catalog of Harland Highways from day one. That's a lot of entertainment. That's a lot of fun listening. So check it out, players. Uh, that's it for today. Thank you so very much for being here. My thanks to Eddie Delaseppi. And like I said, come check us out down in San Diego. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.